Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. I'm kind of scared to say this because I know that it's something that's going to make a lot of salon owners' eyes roll. That's right. Today we are talking about home hair color. And I know you might be thinking, but Larissa, you used to be a hairdresser. Why are you talking about home hair color? Well, give me a moment. Let me explain. The stigma around home hair color is something that circulated in our industry for years. Like I totally get it. Why do hair at home when you can come into the salon and be pampered in an amazing salon environment, right? Well, right. But did you know that only 20% of the population actually goes to the salon? There's a reason why supermarket and hair care brands are so successful. So I think it's time that we, as a salon industry, tapped a little into that market and started breaking the stigma around home hair color. Why miss out on 80% of the market when there's a way to bring home hair color uh, done well into the salon? from a proper consultation, from a qualified hairdresser and everything. <laughs> That's why today I'm chatting with Karen Ann from Dallarica Hair Color. Now, Dallarica Hair Color is a home hair color company done right. This is sure to change your mind or at least open your eyes and your opinion on this topic. I just know that it will. Let's dive in and chat with Karen Ann. Karen, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Super pleased to have you here. Thank you, Larissa. I'm happy to be here. Right. Well, let's start. Uh, for those that don't know who you are, where you come from, why don't you let us know where are you in the world? Uh, what do you do? How did you get to be doing what you're doing? Oh, um, I'm in Houston, Texas, and I'm a hairdresser for 30 years. And I decided that I wanted to help people who couldn't afford me, who couldn't afford me or didn't have the time, I wanted to help them upgrade from bo bad box hair color to great salon hair color. So I started an online hair color business. I love that. I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing your interesting and colorful story. So let's start right at the beginning. Um, what, how were your humble beginnings and what made you decide to become a hairdresser in the first place? Well, um, so my humble beginnings is, I grew up in poverty in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. My mom had to put us five kids in an orphanage for a couple of years. And then she came back and got us. And then we lived in the projects and we had, mom lived in a one bedroom apartment. So I ended up having to live with different relatives throughout the year. Every year I lived with, I went to a different school every year. And I learned how to communicate and connect with people on a daily basis, right? Every, everybody knew, everything's new. And I got used to that as well. And once I graduated from high school, my aunt said, you know, you need to, I, college wasn't an option for me, unfortunately. And she said, you know, why don't you go to beauty school? And I said, I don't want to go to beauty school. That's what losers do. No, I don't want to go. <laughs> well, was I wrong? You know, I mean, I went into the beauty school and I saw my potential. I saw what I could do it was totally up to me. I love to meet and connect with people. Got that through the different schools, right? 
and I love to help people. What an opportunity. And I love the creativity and then the science behind it. It had all the elements that made me happy. And so I got into beauty school. Amazing. And uh, you established yourself as a hairdresser in your local area. Was that easy to do or challenging to do? No, it was, it was pretty easy. I opened up a salon as soon as I got out of beauty school, which, you know, you, you get out of beauty school and you think you know it all, right? Well, <laughs> I wish I, I went through five years of hard knocks of learning what I didn't know. And I wish I had taken the time to go in apprentice at a salon. I think that would have been a better route to take. But I opened up a salon, built a clientele. I just knew it was about the numbers and time, right? If I could create a certain amount of clientele coming in, bringing in so much money, charging so much money, I could grow my business and scale with other hairdressers at the same time. Yeah. Uh, you and me both, I opened my salon at, nine t uh, at 20, just turned 20. And uh, if I knew what I was getting myself into, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have done it. Sometimes ignorance is our best friend. That's what I say too. If I had known, I probably wouldn't have done it, but ignorance is, is bliss. Yes. For sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think it also builds character and personality when you have to fight for survival or fight for what you've got or just keep head above water. Um, yes. If you can come out the other end, uh, I think you mentioned before, you call it resilience. I call it grit. Uh, it's a good trait to have, I think, in business. I think so too. And I knew I was willing to do whatever it took to make it happen. I'll sleep in the, I'll, I'd sleep there. I'd live there if I have to. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So I'm really interested in the next part of the journey. What led you, uh, take us through the, the steps and the journey and the thinking that led you to start your online color business? Okay, well, uh, you know, about 10 years ago, when the economy turned bad again here in Houston, or in Texas, or I guess the US, <laughs> is um, I lost a lot of clientele. I was shocked. 25% of my business. I, I, was, I was truly shocked. I you know, didn't think that would happen. And some of my clients who didn't have the time or money at that at the time said, could you help me out? I, I can't color my hair right now. I can't afford you. Could you recommend some box hair color? And I couldn't. And I thought, God, there's a niche here. How could I do that? And I knew that there were so many variables that needed to be solved for home hair color, right? So, because with box hair color, you just buy a box of brown. But when you go to the salon, we use cream hair color. I use a little brown, a little bit of red. Oh, I want a little bit of hint of blue. Oh, and a level one, right? But we can't do that with box hair color, but I wanted to do that. And then the second one was the strength, the developer, right? I needed to be able to create the developer I wanted. Sometimes it's five, sometimes it's seven, sometimes it's 30 in varying amounts. I wanted to have that option too. And then the third thing I had to solve was um, the application style. Not everyone should just apply it all over. Sometimes they just need to apply it at the regrowth. Sometimes they need to apply it all over or refresh the ends with a different tone. So these are all the things I wanted to figure out how to solve. Okay, so that was 10 years ago, right? It took me five years just to figure out how could I make this work? And then I found a manufacturer in Italy that would work with me with the tones and it's a professional hair color. That's very important to know. It's a professional manufacturer that makes professional brands that we all use. And in talking with him, you know, they, use, they make the big tubes, right? 
you know, three to five ounces. And I said, I need a tiny one ounce because I need small tubes that I can create custom color with. And I found someone who would work with me. So we created the tiny tubes, just one ounce, 30 grams, and now can customize it in varying amounts. So customers can get up to three tubes using in varying amounts to customize like we would do in the salon. Well, I think, first of all, congratulations on uh, the resilience of putting together a startup like that and breaking ground uh, into an industry or, or merging, you know, two sides of an industry. Uh, surely that requires massive amounts of resilience and stickability to come out the other end. Um, yeah, so well done you. I'm really interested to know now that you have this product. Talk to us a little bit about... Uh, delivering it to the world because it's one thing to make a product it's another thing to sell it and to let people know that you exist can't sell a secret so talk to us yes. a little bit about the journey of getting it out to the world okay so now I'm out of my comfort zone right heck I can do color all day long in the salon I'm good with that but to go out and sell it and, and knock on the doors of all these different salons it's scary oh my god it's just that's been the hardest mountain for me to climb because the, the, the mind shift in, with hairdressers is we all hated home hair color. We hate it. Yeah. It's like bad for business. It's unprofessional. I got it. I, I felt the same way. And when I started this, I was ready to lose all my clients. I was like, Betty, I got your perfect seven in, 10 volume. You don't need to come see me anymore. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Please don't stop coloring my hair. But I've got an aunt or a sister now they color their hair at home. Can I send them to you? I went, what, what, wait, what? No, 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 no. Because my ego was so big that I thought 100% of the hair color world went to salons. But no, only 25% visit salons. Holy cow. What? Okay. So what I've learned is you keep that 25% in your salon, right? You got that. But what if you could figure out a way to go after the 75% that don't visit salons and get their business. That's the gold mine that we hairdressers going after. That is what we've been missing. And that's what Delarica does. So we partner with salons and we show them and we market for them to turn the DIY market coming into their salon. And sometimes we do these consultations and we find out home hair color is not the right option, right? I mean, they want, to, they want an ombre. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> or they want highlights or they want bleach. If they want more than two levels of difference, it's a color correction. We don't do that. So the next avenue is going into salons and learning how to sell. But the, the issue is the mindset of the hairdresser is no, no out of fear. Mm, for sure. But I, you know, already when you position it that uh, actually only 25% of the population come to the salon there's 75 percent of the people still out there uh doing it themselves that's why the big beasts are in the supermarket um and so what you're actually saying is that well, this is giving a shoe into the salon owner to the hairdresser into that market i think it's yes, super smart it is i think it's a great idea and now i i could just if i own a salon now right and i'm bringing in a newbie hairdresser and i'm teaching them what a great opportunity to get them busy because I tell you what, I know one out of five of those people 
we'll sit together with those people, of those customers walking in need other services and want more services coming into your salon. And that's why I call the hairdressers who do this hair heroes because they help everyone, not just the people who come into the salon. I kind of like this idea, you know, like uh, from my position, I help salon owners teach their team to upgrade, to sell more to the clients they have in the chair. But actually what you're doing is giving us full spectrum to be able to not only upgrade, but actually be able to downgrade, so to speak. Uh, not yes. because it's a downgrade, but it's like if they don't want to have the, the color in the salon, I still have an, a solution for you. I got you today. You can, I can do it for you, save the time, save the mess, save the, save the faff, if that's the kind of person that you are. But if you still need to color your hair, I've got you too. Take this home and you can go and do it yourself. We still get the sale of some description. Either we do it for them or they do it yourself. Yes, I love this. That's a, I love this. That's a lot. exactly right, and and I've thought about this too. I mean, this there's there's other times in our industries in our industry where this has happened before. I think about Vidal Sassoon. Right before Vidal Sassoon, everyone was getting shampoo sets, going into the salon weekly. The average hairdresser only had to have fifty customers, but comes in Vidal and he teaches them how to blow dry their own hair at home, right? Well, guess what? Do you see any shampoo sets around anymore? Mm. You don't. And I think there's, there's an evolution that we can go after with this home hair color market that we hairdressers deserve to get that business and not deny it. I think the important fact here is that it's not actually taking away from what we already have. It isn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But, so, but they think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is the message we need to clear up right now. Like yes. this, this is the opportunity for us. I think to be fair, there will be some salons that don't want to touch that market, but for some, this is a huge opportunity. It's not for everybody, yes. but I think, I think it's an opportunity for a lot. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's a large online hair color business that's located here in the U S and they've grown massively so massively that they're a home hair color business, right? They just sell it online and it's not custom at all. But what they did do is they're opening up salons now because they know that they're not getting the home salon business. I mean, they're not getting the salon business with the home hair color market. So now they're opening up salons and going after both. I actually think they need the salon endorsement, actually. Do you yeah. Know? Yes, People want I to do. know that it's coming from a professional and there's probably a, a, a mid-market, uh, if you think 25% go to the salon, there's probably a market that just don't even want to walk in a salon. Yes. Mum cuts their hair at home. I don't know. Uh, what you're really capturing is that whole middle market that kind of sits somewhere in between. I think you're right. Yes. I love that. Okay, let's talk a little bit about uh, COVID because surely this has been an opportunity or a <laughs> tell me about how this has changed your business tremendously and it, it's it was at this time last year it was going crazy 1500 percent is how much my business grew in one month and um you know i had my business i'm an entrepreneur self-employed hairdresser who was running my online hair color business and it could have been better at that time but I grew so fast and I was just running around crazy. I 
couldn't hire anyone either to come in and help me package all these orders. But what I did do is I had some hairdressers who had already signed up and then they trained some other trainer, other hairdressers so that they could do these online consultations, submit the color formulas, and then I review every color order. You know, know what? You don't just go in and pick it. Every first order requires a consultation with a hairdresser. So it was scary and it, and it did scale, but it was, it was going crazy in the beginning. But thank goodness for you, because uh, <laughs> I know here in New Zealand, we had complete lockdown for seven weeks and uh, we, you couldn't send parcels. So even if the color was available, you couldn't, there was no couriers, like the streets were dead. And we would go walking in, in the afternoon and really by week five, six and seven, it was apparent that women were walking around with stripes. <laughs> it was not fair. <laughs> but um, thank goodness for you for our own self-esteem, the way that we feel. We want to show up on Zoom to continue working or talk with our families. We want to look half decent. Um, and this is a need, needed product in that in this evolving uh, not only COVID times, but the, sort of the growing online space, working from home, all of those things. Yeah, you know what was interesting at this time is, so my business is designed for the consumers who normally color their hair, color their hair at home. But what was happening is hairdressers were reaching me to service their current customers. And they were freaking out going, I need this, I need this. Blah, blah, blah. And it was fun because I could help them out. I could give them what they needed. I could customize it like they were used to. And I could pay them. And they were... They were making money off of it at a time that they couldn't. So they were pretty excited about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, good for you. I'm very pleased. Uh, tell us a little bit about the consultation process and how that looks like in terms of uh, manage from the consumer, from the customer's point of view. What is that experience like? Who do they talk to? How does that all work? Well, they go online and they fill out a color questionnaire. It's a 20 questions varying from what's the root color do you color your hair now how often do you color your hair do you color it at home in the salon we need to know the question we need to know the answers to all the different colors and shades that are in your hair and your past hair stories um, and then once i review it then i submit it to different hair heroes in the area and they contact the customer to do a, a facetime or send a photo back and forth because we want to make sure you're a real person and that you're not picking the color that we're choosing the color. That's very, yeah. it's very custom. Yeah, okay, I love that. So the actual FaceTime consultation happens with a hairdresser in a salon. Yes, yes, yes. Amazing, yes. I love yes. this. Well, it's either in person, it, at, in a salon or online, but it's, yeah. it's a working hairdresser. Great, how do I sign up? No. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> oh, you're so awesome. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> okay this is really intriguing um well what else can you tell us what else do we need to know about this i think it's super innovative i think it's great thank you well um let's see so i talked about the solve the issues i had to solve and the inspiration behind it you know something else that i've been working on is sales right i i'm not a salesperson you hear that from hairdressers all the time and it's oh, the yes. emotion it's the, what I've learned, it's the emotion attached to what you think people are thinking about you. So imagine 90% of hairdressers hate home hair color. <laughs> so I'm walking in the door. I'm not selling shampoo and conditioner. It'd be easy. 
I'm selling them this concept and idea that they at first think is a bad idea. But, you know, I think when they take the time and they listen and they hear the story, they become more enrolled and they learn about it. And so, I've, so something that's helped me to break through that barrier, that fear of what people think about me is the inner game of selling is what I've been, been reading and you can see my notes and such. And that is just letting go of your past perceived emotions that you think other people are thinking about you and step into the place where I know what I'm doing. I know what this is. I know what my heart is. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to take any business away from you. I want to help you get a business we never knew existed. And I think that just blows me away that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I love that. I'm going to uh, take a look at that book because I've, I've not read it, but I do think it is a real problem in our industry where we don't want to see ourselves as salespeople. And it actually holds us back from being great hairdressers, great at recommending the things that people actually want and need. And instead, we just give them what they booked in for, which was probably online, and they just clicked a bunch of buttons because they didn't really know what they needed. Um, and we're not serving our people properly. And it's all because we have the fear of being salespeople rather than just showing up to serve people. And that's the key, serving that's that is this that is the space I step in I'm serving and if they like it awesome if they don't I'll move on yeah and if they don't I won't take it personally and think that I'm a bad person right <laughs> uh, yes. instead just go they don't want it <laughs> fine <Great>. yes, yes. <laughs> exactly all right. right I love this I love this conversation um you're a business owner what is a, a quote or a mantra or something that kind of Keeps you going, keeps you strong, keeps you focused. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. Sometimes when I make a decision and I don't know what I, what I want to do, what's the right thing to do, I'll ask myself this. A successful person is willing to do what the average is not, and I'm not average. I love this. Thank I love you. this as a, as a sort of a mantra for ourselves. You actually speak to yourself in that way. <laughs> yes. Amazing. All right. Uh, I know, Karen, that people are going to want to stalk you, find you, find out more about what's going on and have a conversation. Where can they find you? Find you? Where's your dub dub, your socials, all of the okay. things? Yeah, yeah. So it's, oh, I haven't even mentioned the name of my business. Okay, it's Delarica Hair Color. I love anything Italian. And um, it means of the rich. And so they go to the website, DelaricaHaircolor.com. If you are a hairdresser and you're interested on onboarding and becoming a hair hero, I start seminars next month where I do online monthly seminars and I train you how to do the consultations and how to bring the business into, into your salon. And you can go to the website and there's a hair hero form that you can fill out. And then we go through the process and talk to you and make sure you become qualified and go through the, you know, learn how to formulate with all the different shades of hair color. Amazing. Uh, and, you, and your socials, where can we, where can we store? Oh. Um, Del on Instagram, it's Delarica, D-E-L-L-A-R-I-C-C-A. -C -C and on Facebook, it is Delarica Hair Color. And on LinkedIn, it's Karen Ann Jacks. And I also have Delarica Hair Color on LinkedIn. Amazing. Really appreciate uh, your time sharing with us today and giving us a different insight. 
Thank you, Larissa, for listening. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you, Karen, for your insights and for doing something a little bit different and opening up the marketplace for us. I would really love to know your opinion, your thoughts. Are you open to this idea? Are you close to this idea? Uh, come and ask. I am in the Profitable Successful Salon Owners Facebook group. Come and find me there. I really... I want to start a discussion on this. I want to open a conversation around this. What are your thoughts? Uh, let me know. All right. Until next week, same time, same place. I look forward to chatting to you in the group. Otherwise, same time, same place. See you next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.